0: Thank you for joining us on our Living Word Christian Center podcast. You're about to listen to one of our guest speakers. Open up your hearts and get ready to receive a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Give the Lord some praise one more time in the house of God. Oh, come on. Praise him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus! Hallelujah! God bless you, church. This beautiful evening, amen. It is good to be in the house of the Lord with you. Uh, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. Uh, uh, thank you, Pastor Ruben, for the opportunity. It's always a a blessing, amen, uh, uh, to come out and be with family. But uh, uh, my my beautiful fiance is over here with me as well tonight, amen. And so, so like Pastor uh, Pastor Ruben was saying, I'm getting buried on Saturday. I mean, married on Saturday. And so uh, praise the Lord. Amen. I I can't wait for the the moment where I mess up or something and the Lord has to rebuke me. And I'm like, well, Lord, it's the the woman you gave me. Amen. I already got that one lined up, ready to use that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Adam, for that one. Hallelujah. Amen. You you don't even know who Adam I'm talking about. It's in the book of Genesis. Get in your Bible. Come on now. Amen. Uh, But go ahead and open up your Bibles tonight to the book of Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 29 we're going to be reading tonight and I've entitled the the message tonight don't be a fool amen don't be a fool turn to your neighbor and tell them to turn to the their Bibles to Matthew chapter 7 you thought I was gonna tell you to tell them don't be a fool huh hello amen I'm a mind reader tonight praise the Lord no I'm just kidding but uh, uh Matthew chapter 7 let me know when you're there let me hear you say amen Amen. We're going to be reading verses 24 through 29. The word of the Lord reads, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and slammed against that house. And yet it did not fall, for it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man. Who built his house on the sand? The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house, and it fell, and it was a great fall. And when Jesus had finished these words, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one having authority and not as their scribes. Let's pray tonight, church. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word, for your grace, for your mercy, Lord, for everything, Lord, that tonight you want to do, Lord. We ask you that you have your way. Give us ears to hear what your spirit says, Father. We ask you tonight, loving Lord, my God, that as we receive, Lord, direction and correction and, and edification, Lord, that we respond, that we act on your words, Father, that we trust in you for deeper, Lord. We know, Father, that you're in the, the business the a blessing lord but most important blessing obedience father so let us be obedient to your spirit tonight lord i decrease lord and you increase have your way in this house we love you we praise you and in jesus mighty name we all say Amen. Amen. amen hallelujah give the lord some praise one more time amen in the house of the lord Praise God. This is right here, amen, is an awesome portion of scripture. Uh, It's a place, amen, uh, uh, where the Lord has been uh, giving the Sermon on the Mount. He's been uh, describing to uh, not just uh, those that wanted to follow him, but even the haters, amen. Uh, The Pharisees, those that were questioning who he was and what he was doing. Uh, 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 He had gone through, uh, if you read in Matthew chapter 6, there's a a cure for anxiety, a cure for being uh, uh, anxious for what's going to happen, what you don't have, what you see. Uh, he lets us know in, in 633, uh, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and then all things will be added. Amen. It's not sometimes we, we look, amen, to see what God is going to do first before we trust. But the Lord, amen, is letting us know and in, in time and time again in, these, in this sermon that there's some things that we have to do. We have to believe in him. We have to trust in him. And here in this portion of scripture, at the end of everything, he begins to lay down a, a, a proper foundation for those who really want to do what the Lord's called them to do. For those that really trust in God. For those that really want to build uh, uh, what the Lord has called them to build. Amen. And see, the there's a choice. There is There's a decision. The good Lord always gives us an opportunity for free will to be exercised. He doesn't force nothing on us. He doesn't punk us or push us into doing something. No, but he loves you so much that he leaves you a choice. He, he lets you know you can be a fool because we know how to be foolish. Can I hear you say amen? amen? If you didn't say amen, you're being a fool right now. Hello. Amen. We know how to be fools. But the Lord's letting us know that it's time to no longer live a foolish way, but live a wise way. And more importantly, build a wise way. Build according to what the Word of God says. Build according to uh, what His uh, uh, direction and His instruction is giving us. These letters in red, amen, aren't just us so that we can distinguish what the Lord said and what the Bible says. Because it's all the Word of God. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. But most importantly, it's for us to more, more so pay attention listen up tonight amen because the lord wants to encourage and the lord wants to build up tonight and he wants to remind us that a builder can be wise or can be foolish we know what to do we know how to act amen we know that we've made mistakes we don't need nobody to remind us that we failed can i hear you say amen Amen. but i gladly will remind you tonight hallelujah hey i'm just kidding i won't do too much of that because then you'll point your fingers at me and then we'll just start fighting i have the microphone so i'll be louder Amen. amen And my fiance knows how to fight, so we'll meet you in the parking lot. No, I'm just kidding, amen. She's crazy, she's from Santana, amen. And so no, I'm just kidding. She always tells me that, she goes, I'm like from Santana, eh? <laughs> uh, I don't know why I said that, but praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, yeah, foolish things. That's what I'm talking about, amen. I'm not saying if you're from Santana, you're a fool, but hey, the shoe fits. Amen. Now I'm just see, now you got offended. Shake it off, amen. All right. A fool, amen. A fool is a person who acts unwisely. Amen? They failed before. They learned their lesson. But yet they keep choosing to uh, do the things that they've done before that's caused them to fail. They, they act unwisely. A fool is a clown. Amen? Uh, you Maybe you're here tonight and they used to call you payaso in the neighborhood. Amen? Or payasa. Hello, Sister Payasa, and you're in the women's home. Amen? The women's home always gets quiet. Amen? Praise the Lord. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. You're not a clown anymore. Uh, a fool is a person who lacks judgment who who knows what to do, but doesn't do it, doesn't act on what they know they should be doing. The Bible describes that as sin. If you know what to do and you don't do it, it's sin. It's described in one of the verses. Amen. As a matter of fact, a fool biblically, it means a, a person who refuses to listen to wisdom and most uh, uh, dangerously refuses to learn from discipline. To learn from the correction that you've received. Amen. Every single one of us in this house has been corrected. I'm not talking about by man. I'm talking about the Lord. Because the Lord loves those that he disciplines. Can I hear you say amen. And I know the Lord loves you as he loves me. I know the, the Lord has been good that he's uh, given us his mercy and his grace. And he's pulled us out of that place of failure. Not once, not twice. Some of us so many times, amen, that we just think, Lord, how can you keep doing this? But the Lord lets us know, I love you so much that I got a purpose and I got a plan for you. And I got something so much more different for you. But it's time to learn. It's time to learn from the discipline. It's time to learn from the, the words that be, are being ministered from behind the, the pulpit. The words that we read when we uh, get into our word. The things that we hear that we know that are encouraging and most importantly are from the Lord. That, that we know that he has his direction and he has his guidance. It's time to no longer be like the word of the Lord says in Proverbs twenty six eleven: The dog that returns to its vomit, so is a fool who repeats their folly. And it ain't no more time for that. Can I hear you say amen? amen. Tell your neighbor, don't be, don't be a fool. Oh, now he's saying what's the matter to Don't be a fool. Amen. It, there's, no, there's no time for that. Amen. And, and here in this portion of scripture, the meaning of the parable is obvious. It's obvious uh, that the Lord is encouraging us to build a, a, a right foundation. A right foundation is necessary for you can uh, build a good life in the Lord. But most importantly, he's trying to get us into a place where we learn that a foundation isn't what we show people. A foundation is what is not seen. Amen. See, the, the definition of foundation means to lay a base. See, uh, that word humility means uh, to lay yourself a base, to lay yourself as, as not of ha- having a reputation. See, too many people want to serve the Lord trying to protect their reputation instead of trying to serve the Lord in humility. Oh, got kind of quiet in this house. Let me turn this way. They're talking to me over here. I'm going to answer over here. Amen. Too many people are so worried. Amen. Not this church, the church up the street. Amen. Too many people. Is there a church that way? Praise the Lord. You let them know to listen to this message. Amen. Too many people. Amen. Want to serve the Lord, worried about their reputation, what man thinks about them, instead of uh, what the Lord has molded and shaped and pulled out and and what they've allowed themselves to be uh, uh, developed in the hands of the Lord, amen? That we've been the clay in the potter's hands, hallelujah. That's called character. That's called, I've made a decision in my heart that I know what I can do, but I'm choosing not to be a fool. I'm choosing to submit myself and to humble myself in the sight of the Lord so that in due season, you may be in the midst of a trial tonight. Maybe you're here and things haven't been going the way you've been wanting them to go. You've been praying for an outcome and it hasn't been answered. I'm telling you tonight, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord so that in due season, amen, he shall lift you up. He shall exalt you, amen? It ain't time to exalt ourselves. Can I hear you say amen? And in time for you to, to, to pay attention to uh, your own giftings and your own abilities and, and sit there and cry about how come you're not being used and, and how come when you are used you end up failing? Because you're building on self and not in the Lord. Can I hear you say amen? amen. Foundation to lay a base. Uh, uh, foundation means the lowest load-bearing part that is below ground. In other words, it's what it is not seen. What are you doing in your own prayer closet? Amen. What are you doing in your own devotion time? What are you doing, amen? Not when you come to the house of God, because you can come here and you can learn all the Christianese you want, amen? You can know how to say hallelujah. You can pray in tongues, and all these other things, amen? You can do all these things, amen? You can do all these things, but play Christ. Hello, somebody. You can do all these uh, uh, things that uh, uh, make it seem like uh, there's been a change, there's been a difference. My pastor loves to say, amen, that you could come into the church. It doesn't mean you're going to change. You could go into a McDonald's for a week. It won't make you a Big Mac. Hello? You may smell like one. You may look like one eventually, amen, but you ain't going to be a Big Mac. Just like that, in the house of God, when you come in through these doors, praise God for this church. Can I hear you say amen? Praise God that you're here. Uh, uh, wherever it happened, whatever drew you here, whatever your, your situation is here, thank God that his grace and his mercy were enough, that he loved you enough to draw you into this house. Amen? But now that you're in this house, now that you're hearing this word, now that you're in your seat, humble yourself before him, because without humility, we have no power. Without humility, we have no uh, uh, authority to move in what God has given us. Without, a, without humility, amen, we cannot build a proper base. Philippians, amen, chapter 2, verse 5 says, have this attitude inside of you. You know how you have an attitude? Some of you looked at me with attitude right now. What's up? Amen. An attitude is a set mindset, a a set way of thinking. This is what I have to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is where uh, 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 I'm going to move in my actions and move in my desires because I have a a purpose that I want to have drawn out. Set this attitude inside of you that was also in Christ Jesus. That he humbled himself into what? Into obedience. The reason, amen, that we hear the word of God and we don't act on the word of God is because we're missing obedience. Amen? We could humble ourselves to sit here and hear this message. We could humble ourselves to sit here and be corrected. If you're in the home, your your leader corrects you. If you're in the church, amen, and you go for a, a counsel and you get corrected. Oh, that's not what I wanted to hear, but you heard it because you humbled yourself enough. But if you're not obedient in your spirit and in your mind and in your attitude, nothing's going to change. Scripture clearly lets us know the fall just won't happen. It'll be a great fall. Ain't you tired of great falls? Thank God that the word of the Lord says that the righteous man falls seven times but rises back up. Praise God for that. But that means you have to be righteous. You have to be right standing. You can't be leaning on your own understanding. Hello, somebody. You can't be a professional three-fiver. Amen. You know about the three-five lifestyle? Amen. Proverbs three-five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Amen. Some of us have leaned on our own understanding so much that we think we're actually serving God. But what we're doing is we're giving the appearance of. You know what that is? A Pharisee. That's what the Lord was rebuking here. He was saying, hey, I, I've spoken to you. I've encouraged you. I've given you the golden rule. I've told you don't judge others. i told you don't poke, poke, uh." uh Uh, Show the speck in someone's eye without removing the plank, all these things. But at the end of it all, he's saying it's your choice. You could humble yourself and build a foundation, or you could keep being a jerk. (laughs) You could keep being a fool. Matter of fact, amen, if you choose to be a fool, the Bible says that you're stupid. Amen. You don't believe me? Go with me to Proverbs chapter 12, real quick. I'm going to show you. That way you're not saying, Pastor, call me stupid. No, I didn't call you stupid. The Bible did. Amen. Proverbs chapter 12 real quick. Come on, Proverbs chapter 12. Where you at? I think someone took it out of my Bible. Somebody knew I was going to call them stupid. They took it out of my Bible. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. Whoever loves discipline... Loves knowledge. You love discipline in the house? All right, four of you. You love discipline in the house? Then you love knowledge. Knowledge means you have an understanding, but knowledge without application is stupid. See, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof, in other words, correction, is stupid. The word of the Lord is letting us know, son, daughter, child of God, tonight, I want you to understand that I want you to build correctly. I want you to build your life, amen, and not according to what you think or what you feel or what this world tells you to, but according to what Jesus is saying in the word of God. Hallelujah. See, in other words, that word foundation means it's, what you, it's not what you see, it's who you are. Who are you really, amen? Not what you pretend to be, not what you say you are, but who are you really? What are the fruits that you're showing in your life, amen? Are you showing the fruits of the spirit? Are you showing fruits that you've changed? Uh, you, the Bible says you'll be known by your fruits. Are you showing, amen, that the goodness of God has entered you and you've died to the word, to the seed of the, the word of the Lord? The Bible says that unless that kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it will not produce. So examine yourself and check yourself or you. Wreck yourself. Hello, somebody. Check your chonies as a matter of fact. Amen. Find out what you're doing. Find out what you're not doing. Matter of fact, your foundation should be your reason. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I'm in church. Amen. I'm not in church because uh, uh, I want to appear religious. I'm in church because I need Jesus. Amen. I'm in church because without Jesus, amen, I'm going to fail again. I'm going to struggle again. I'm going to fall again. I'm going to go back to the things that I used to do. Amen. And all these things. Man, if it wasn't for Jesus, I know that in my life right now, I wouldn't be blessed. And I'm not blessed, amen, because I have a, a physical things or possessions or, or, or money or a fine fiancé. Hello, somebody. Amen. I'm not, I'm not blessed because of those things. Praise the Lord for that. I'm blessed because the Lord showed me that I matter. My life had value, amen, that even though in, in a moment in my life I lost myself in his grace and in his mercy, he opened up my eyes and the scales fell off just the same way that you did. Amen. Or do you need to uh, be reminded of it tonight? Do you need to remind yourself of where you were? Maybe you forgot. The foundation, amen, is a place where uh, it's cemented. It's, it's engrafted. Uh, nothing's going to make me change. It's my reason why I do what I do for the Lord. See, and once you establish your reason, you establish your action. Now that I know why I do it, this is why I'm going to do it. And you discipline yourself and you train yourself, amen. You train yourself for those days that you don't feel like doing it, you still do it. You, you train yourself so that in those moments, amen, where you get hit, because guess what? You are going to get hit. Amen? That when you get hit, you don't stumble and fall, but you know, amen, that you got the armor of God. You know that you got the mindset of Christ. You know that if God before you, who can be against you? You know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Can I hear someone say amen tonight? That's your action. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. I'm going to trust in my Lord Jesus because that's what I need to do. My reason becomes my action. My action becomes my devotion. This is why I'm doing it because I love the Lord. I love him above all else. Amen. The Bible says that he who's been forgiveth much, loveth much. Amen. How much has the Lord forgiven you this week? Today, th- 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 it's only Thursday. Hello. You've already backslid three times this week. Praise the Lord you're here. <laughs> Praise the Lord you're here. Amen. Your, your, your reason becomes your action, becomes your devotion. In other words, it's coming from your heart now. It's not just a thought that ran through your mind. I need to do different. No, but it's settled in your mind. The word of God has been written on the tablets of your heart. You've allowed the Lord to enter and to, to search you and to change you and to test you and to try every anxious thought. And all these things that are inside of you, I am devoted. You are devoted to doing and fulfilling the will of God. Can I hear you say amen? amen. It, it, it's, a, it's the foundation, man. If the foundation is built on unwise actions, it's going to have unwise results. In other words, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Come on, somebody. Ain't you tired of those stupid prizes? Thinking that you got what you prayed for, amen, but it ended up being a curse. Hello? But it was shiny. <laughs> it showed up when I wasn't looking. It was because you were looking at everything. Amen. The foundation, amen, eventually, eventually if you you build on unwise actions, eventually you'll suffer, amen, Uh, enough unsteadiness in your life that you'll suffer some damage. And then here we are, amen, back in that place of restoration. Praise God for restoration. Can I hear you say amen? Praise God that this is a restoring ministry. Can I hear you say amen? Thank the Lord for that. But if it's in our hands and it's in our ability and it's in our decisions not to have to fall Then let's do what we have to do. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. See, Luke chapter 14 verse 28 says, For which one of you, when he wants to build a tower, does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? See, Jesus right here was warning of the cost of discipleship. The cost of discipleship isn't uh, a few months in the home, isn't uh, I have to come to church on Thursdays and Sundays. That's not the cost of discipleship. The cost of discipleship is your life. Everything. Amen? Uh, Our life now is in Christ. We've wasted our life. Before we came to the Lord Jesus, whatever we were, whatever we've done, whatever we've been, uh, whatever had happened, good, bad, ugly, or otherwise, whether you were a a super cholo or a super nerd, it doesn't matter. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. That life is wasted. Hallelujah. Now when we came to Christ, therefore, if anybody is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new is here. Can I hear you say amen? amen? This is my new life. I have to do something different. I have to uh, understand that, hey, if I'm going to serve the Lord, I'm going to serve the Lord. Amen. I'm not going to be no half-stepping uh, uh, jelly leg, amen, rubber-necking Christian, but I'm going to be a man or a woman of God that takes a stand in the things of God so that I can walk in a manner worthy of the calling of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Count the cost, Amen. Count the cost to complete it. In other words, the Lord's saying, don't start following me, and then when you get, it gets hard, you want to take a break. Amen understand that your expectations shape your experiences if your expectation is that God is with me that God is for me that God is a uh, uh, help me out that he's my refuge he's my strength he's my strong tower, he's my shield he's my buckler amen that whatever may happen you know that the Lord is for you that should be your expectation so when you experience hell because you will experience hell even though you're in, in the Lord can I hear you say amen there's still some hell out in us amen Tonight, what I'm trying to do is encourage the hell out of you. Hello. Get that stuff that is cost- constantly trying to pull you back into foolish ways, into foolish action out of you. It's time to surrender. Can I hear you say amen? amen. It's time to understand that, hey, uh, what I'm expecting in my life is what I'm going to experience. In other words, what you hope for is going to shape your encounter. If your hope in the Lord is more like wishful thinking instead of assurance then you're not, you're not sure-footed. You're building on the sand. Well, I, I hope, I wish God would do this. I wish God would open up this door. I wish God would change me. I wish God would restore. God isn't a wishing. God is not a genie in a bottle. Amen. We're not going to rub this, amen. The top's going to pop off and the Lord's going to pop out. No. The Lord, amen, lets us know that our hope in Christ, amen, is an assurance. If God says who God says, if he says, amen, that his promises are yes and in him, amen, what does that mean? That his promises in him are yes and in him, amen. In other words, he's not going to go back on his word. If he tells you, amen, if if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the best of the land. Guess what happens if you're willing and obedient? You eat the best of the land. But the scripture also says, if you refuse and rebel, any refusers and rebellious people in this house, Only one person's honest tonight. Praise the Lord. You are a bunch of liars. Amen. (laughs) But we still love you. Praise God. If you refuse and rebel, he'll be devoured by the sword, he says. And What's the sword? Word of the Lord. That's why you'll be in church and you hear a message and you get convicted. And your conviction can turn into condemnation and it stops you from coming up to the altar and exchanging. It's time to get rid of that. Can I hear you say Amen. Give the Lord some praise. It is wise to build on a sure foundation. It is wise to build on a sure foundation so that you can withstand the test. You're going to be tested. Amen. Everything that we do, everything that uh, we trust in the Lord for uh, the word of God says that every word of God will be tested. But it is a refuge for those who trust in him. Amen. Amen. So we have to understand that if we're going to be tested, we got to learn that we build on the right place. In our opening scripture, it describes, uh, it describes rain, it describes floods, it describes wind. And these testings might be persecution, unhappiness, and anxieties. Amen? You're going to be persecuted for your decision to serve the Lord. Can I hear you say amen? amen. Devil ain't going to give you a clap offering and leave you alone. Your ex ain't going to give you amen. Okay, well you're, you decided to serve the Jesus, I'll let you be. No, Amen. The, the, the devil's going to pursue you and he's going he's to tempt you, amen, and he's going to throw things in front of you uh, to get your attention so that you can get your eyes off of the Lord. That's why the word of the Lord lets us know to fix our eyes in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Not to be looking around, amen, not to be falling for those temptations anymore. See, that word temptation, what it means is the opportunity to honor or dishonor God. You have the choice, it's in your hands, amen. You can't blame the devil, can I hear you say Amen. It's a persecution you're going to face. People ain't going to be happy that you're serving the Lord. And it might even come from your family. It might even come from a, maybe you were raised in a different religion. You were raised in a different mindset. And all of a sudden you got saved and you know the truth and you know the Lord. And they're upset with you that now you're going to a Christian church. Amen. When I got saved, that was my issue. I, I thought that for sure. I was raised Catholic. And I, I, I thought for sure, what's my grandma going to think? What's my mama going to think? Amen. No, I'm not going to be invited, amen, to the tamales no more. Hello? That was the scariest part, amen? Take a Mexican away from their tamales. What are they going to open up in Christmas? Some of you got it. I thought I was going to go through a persecution, and it was all in my head. It was all in my mind. The could the should and the would Anybody ever experienced those? The could the should and the would This could have happened. This should have happened. This would have happened. You know where those things live? In your mind. They're not real. Amen? They live in our mind and and we dwell on them long enough. They become strongholds. They become fortresses in our mind that keep us from thinking saved, acting saved. When the word of the Lord lets us know in the book of Philippians chapter 4 to dwell on these things, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is true. We're tripping on everything that's gonna harm us or hurt us, or or we begin to act all weird and because we don't want to get uh, into a situation where uh, we're not gonna be appreciated or loved. I'm telling you right now, you gotta be more worried about pleasing God than pleasing people. Can I hear you say, Amen? Yes. You gotta be more worried about. You know what, Lord, uh, on the day, Amen, that I'm before you, I want you to say, uh, Come in, my faithful servant, Amen, and enter into your rest. Instead of who the heck are you? <laughs> Amen. You got to stop, amen, uh, trying to make people happy. You're not a taco. Tacos make people happy. Amen. amen. You got to understand that you got to make the Lord pleased. you got to. And the way that we please Him is by living out his word. You will be persecuted. Amen. For your belief in the Lord. You're going to have moments of unhappiness because of persecution, because of persecution, You're not called, amen, to live a happy life, amen, now that you're serving God. You should have the joy of the Lord, though. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. There's a big difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is an emotion. It can be like a fleeting vapor. It's here one minute, gone the next. But the joy of the Lord is something that you've established in your heart. It's part of your foundation, amen? Because though the sorrows may last through the night, his joy comes in the morning. Can I hear you say amen? That we know that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We, we encourage ourselves in these moments. In our knowledge of what the word of God says and what Jesus himself says. That's the place that we should be. Sure, we're all going to face moments of unhappiness. Amen. We're all going to get hit and we're going to be sitting there tripping. But the word of the Lord lets us know in Second Corinthians chapter 4. Amen. That uh, 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 let, me, let me turn there real quick because I don't want to butcher it for you. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter four says we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not despairing, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. In other words, you go on trip, but you don't got to stay in the trip. Can I hear you say amen? You're going to get hit. You're going to get afflicted. You know what afflicted means? You're going to get you're going to go through some stuff and you're not going to like it. But the Lord is letting you know, yes, you're afflicted in every way. But you're not crushed. You still got life in you. Can I hear you say amen? Scripture says we're perplexed. In other words, what the heck? You ever have one of those what the heck is going on moments? Lord, what the heck is going on right now? You're perplexed but not despairing. Despairing means you're not lost. You may feel lost, but you got to shake that off in the name of the Lord. Can I hear you say amen? We'll be perplexed but not despairing. There's a lot of things that the word of the Lord gives us promises how to fight and how to fight back the right way. Not the way that you've known. Amen. But the way that the Lord leads you to. You will be tested. And unhappiness is one of those tests. Your unhappiness will lead into anxieties. A fear of the future. What's going to happen? Amen. I'm getting hit. Uh, I'm being persecuted. I'm getting hit. I I don't like it. I'm not enjoying it. I'm feeling unhappy. Now I'm anxious. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen in this situation? Amen? What's going to happen in this moment? Anxieties, we all face them. We all go through them. But as you root yourself in the word of God, as you root yourself in your firm foundation, uh, you, the Bible says, amen, that you'll be like a water that when it runs dry, your roots, amen, will be firmly watered. And you don't got to trip on nothing, amen? Amen. But you stand firm and you stand bold, amen? Amen. Yes, you're going to be hit. Yes, you're going to go through stuff. Yes, you will be tested. But the testing produces, can I hear you say amen? Amen. The the testing produces a, a a birth, a rebirth. In other words, amen, a rebirth of your faith. See, the Bible lets us know we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, Amen. Uh, Right now you can be here in this moment and you have the faith that you've had to get you here. And now that you're here, you're being tested. And if you don't quit, if you don't run, if you don't throw in the towel, God will show you, amen, his glory. And he'll move you in that faith into the next season of your life. Hallelujah. You can be here tonight in a place of struggle. And if you're not struggling, praise the Lord. If you're not, but if you are, pay attention. The the struggle isn't forever, amen? The testing isn't forever. You're not called to live in the wilderness. You're called, amen, to move into the promised land. But you got to get your mind right. You got to get your heart right. You got to say, you know what? My God is greater than this circumstance, this moment in time. Whatever is going on right now, I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. Because all I'm looking at is a bunch of trouble. Doesn't mean that trouble is going to rule my life because God has given me authority. You got the authority of God, of Jesus himself, that he said, uh, I have given you authority to trample scorpions and snakes so that nothing shall harm you. Can I hear you say amen? Hallelujah. But above all else, praise God that your name is written in the, la- in the book of life. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's Reaper. That's life, man. That's life. That's a place of thank you, Jesus. And rebirth brings breakthrough, breaking through of a drought. In other words, you're not sitting there in the dry desert all thirsty. Hello. Getting all desperate, making desperate decisions in the desert. Amen. But it, there's a breakthrough of the drought. And the breakthrough brings a place of examination. Sometimes what the Lord is doing in the testing is he wants you to pause and rest in him. To be still and know that he is God. And that above all else, he will be exalted above the nations. You are a living epistle. You are a letter of love of the works of God, of the saving grace of God. And he's going to use you to show off to somebody else that maybe doesn't know him. Maybe somebody in your family that's been struggling. Maybe somebody that you've known for years, amen, that they knew how crazy you were. And now they see you're crazy for the Lord. Hallelujah. There's a place, amen, that God is ready to uh, just draw you into. But how are you building? We're each here to build a life. The right foundation for life is Jesus' words. Amen? Amen? Not just hearing them, but doing them. James chapter one verse 22 says, "But the do, be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourself. Stop playing yourself. Amen? Stop fooling yourself. Stop tricking yourself. Well, I'm all right. I'm not sitting like they're sitting. No, do what the word of the Lord lets you do, even if it hurts you. The word, amen, is designed, amen, to kill your flesh. Some of us have a lot of flesh to kill, praise the Lord. We've been moving so much in one direction, in unwise, foolish ways. It's time to let them go. It's time to lay them down at the feet of Jesus. Because everything that the world does is a setup, man. It's a setup to make us turn away from the, the Word of the Lord. It's a setup from, to make us turn away from His promises. Matter of fact, very often our, own very, our very own feelings are will pull us away from the Word of God. I am feeling it today. Amen? Oh, I'm struggling today. I'm not going to pray. I'm not going to pray as long. You do a little bullfighter prayer. Drop to a knee and write, right back up. Amen? Just to get through the day and then you wonder why you're tripping. Stop uh, depending, amen, and if you feel the Lord or if you don't feel the Lord. See, the Bible, uh, the, uh, the, the psalmist David lets us know that he'll never leave us and he'll never forsake us. You may feel like he left you. Well, what have you been doing? Hello? Examine yourself. Check yourself, man. If you felt that recently, I haven't, I've been praying and I haven't felt the glory fall on me. Well, guess what? You're not going to feel it every time. Sometimes it's just the air conditioner kicking in and it turns out your little pelitos. Woo. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Sometimes you don't always feel the Lord. Amen. But you will feel the fire. You will feel the fire of the Holy Ghost testing in your life. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 11 through 15. And I'm going to close with this. For no man can lay a foundation other than which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Now, if a man builds on the foundation with gold, with silver, with precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire, and the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. If a man's work which he has built on it remains, he will receive a reward. And if any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved. Yet, us through fire. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. amen? As we stand to our feet tonight, hallelujah. It's a beautiful portion of scripture right there. You're going to be tested in the fire. You're going to be tested through the fire. Amen. Think of those Hebrew boys in the book of Daniel Meshach, Rashach, and a bad Negro. They went through a testing, a testing of what they believed in, who they believed in, and what they would stand for, a testing of submission. They were going to submit to the ways of the world, submit to what others were doing. Or they were going to stay in their faith. And even though they would cost them their lives, they were going to bow down to man. But they were going to bow down to the Lord. And they were bound and they were thrown into a fire, intensified. Sometimes what's keeping you bound, what is stopping you from running, is what's actually saving you. Amen. And if you stay in that fire long enough, those chains will be burned away. Those ropes will be burned away. And you'll understand, you know what, man? God was with me this whole time. God was with me through every single thing that I went through. Every single hit. Every single tear. Every single moment that I wanted to quit. Every single moment that I wanted to run away. Every single moment that I didn't want to go to church, but I still went to church. Every single day that I didn't want to pray, but I still prayed. God was with me. Don't forget that in your weakness, His strength is perfected. So if you're weak. Then say you are strong. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. Bottom line, you got to trust and you got to obey. You got to trust in what God wants to do in your life. And you got to obey to what his word is telling you to do. Trust and obey. Trust and obey and keep moving in the things of God. So with every head bowed and every head closed in the presence of the Lord tonight. If you're here tonight. Maybe you haven't received the Lord as your personal savior. You haven't confessed him with your mouth and believed in your heart and you want to do that tonight. You're you're in the right moment. Amen. Maybe you're here and you have been serving God. Maybe you haven't been building the right way. It's time to repent. It's time to rededicate your heart unto the Lord.